1: the mothership with steph brooke and noli here we are reconnecting with a familiar face and for many of you you might be like what what do you mean reconnecting yeah exactly because it really hasn't really been that long ago when she bid aloha to the viewers of hi now we're talking about Kanoi gibson and she joins
2: us on mothership tonight great to have you here Kanoi. Thank you. Good to be here. What an honor. I was so excited. I'm a little nervous for some reason.
0: You shouldn't be. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you're shouldn't. a pro. You're a pro. Yes. Uh, you're, yeah.
1: It, you know, for those of you who are not familiar, Kanoe has been the host of High Now since 2019, right, Kanoe?
2: Dude, was it night 2019? It was for three years.
1: It was three uh-huh. years ago.
2: Okay, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it was just
2: a little more than a month that you signed off, or so. I, you know, I did, but they just can't get rid of me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm actually uh, going back next week and doing a couple of filmings for them, and then I'm actually going to be the Vegas correspondent. I, I don't think it's been announced, but yeah, they're not getting rid of me. They're keeping me around. <laughs> Woohoo! That is great news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's exciting.
1: And the crew, they were so sad when they heard that you were leaving, but now you're still going to be part of High Now. So that is is—that is so awesome. And yeah. you mentioned Las Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get into that in just a bit, but still telling folks a little bit about you. Um, you know, you were the first runner-up to Miss America in 2004 after winning the title of Miss Hawaii 2003. Kanoya was also a news reporter and weather anchor. And if you're looking to be serenaded, folks, She's also a professional oh. singer.
3: Let's hear it.
1: I'm just, I'm
2: just I'm retired from that. Retired.
1: <laughs> She's a wife to husband Guy and a mother to her 11-year-old son Keelan and her seven-year-old Seven. daughter Well. Gosh, they yeah. grow up so fast. They wow. do. Okay, so you and Guy, you guys made the difficult decision to leave what you folks have been calling home and is still home. But I mean, what happened there?
2: How did you guys make that decision? Why? Man, you know, every time everybody asks me that question, I never really know the answer to it because it just seems like it happens so fast. But um, I guess ultimately we say, you know, when you get a calling from above, when God calls you somewhere, you just go, right? You're obedient. But if we were to find the voice that actually made us start thinking about it, I guess, Um, it really was when, unfortunately, when the state started talking about raising state income tax And, and it didn't scare us. It didn't make us worried or anything. I mean, we're doing fine, but it made us take a look at the reality of what that meant and just start doing some calculations because, you know, when COVID hit, we ended up putting our kids into private school and that created a whole new reality for us, you know, with the expenses. And we started thinking about our kids' future and we're like, you know, if we're just, Barely scraping by now. How is it going to be when college comes? You know, I mean, the prices are only going to continue to go up. Are we making the best decisions for our children right now? Are we investing properly into their future? And are we setting them up for success? And so we just started calculating things. We looked at how much we're paying. We looked at how far our salaries go. And I mean, we we make a pretty decent living, you know? And I say that humbly, but there are so many people who struggle and we just wonder how how in the world are people living in Hawaii? We don't know, <laughs> how are we making it, you know? And I think everybody kind of feels that way in one way or another.
1: Yeah, I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, if it's okay, Guy works for Hawaiian Airlines as mm-hmm. a pilot, just like my husband. Um, yeah. And yes, it's a great job. And, you know, so that's why I was really shocked, you know, to hear, you know, whoa, wait, what you're, you're you know, and that is just such a big jump. And not only that, but I mean, you know, thinking about, you know, how your kids have grown so connected to, to the culture and to all your family here at home. So that, gosh, so it came down to expenses.
2: Well, that was one of the biggest drivers at first. And then of course, you sit down and you really analyze, you really start to pray and think about all of the things that come into play. Uh, You know, I actually have my dad and my sister who live in Missouri, and that's where we actually were. We were visiting them in Missouri when we made this initial decision. And uh, so, you know, we started thinking about, gosh, how can we be closer to them? Because again, pandemic makes you think about things a little bit more, those you love, who you want to see more often. And so we were thinking, man, how can we get closer to them while being close to the family here still? And we also have a business, you know, my husband and I have a a fishing business called Needs of Fishing Innovations. And we just recently started expanding and getting West Coast distribution. So that's always kind of been on the back burner too. How can we move our business? because again, it's, it's really hard to run a business here in Hawaii. It's not the, the most you know friendly state for businesses. And, and so that was another factor that came into play. And luckily, like you mentioned, Stephanie, I mean, we do have the benefit to be able to fly home. So we thought, well, we're not the typical person who goes away and can't come back. You know, we're going to keep our home here. We're renting it out. We've got tons of family who will always welcome us home. And we do have flight benefits. So that's, that was something that we were like, okay, if the time is any time it's now. I mean, Keelan's about to go into middle school, you know, Rel's still young. So we thought, okay, we're gonna try. And if we hate it, or if we made the wrong decision, we always have the door open to come back.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And you know, I'm asking because I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure they can relate, people listening to this podcast right now. I mean, we talk about it on the news so often about being priced out of paradise and so many people being forced to leave if I could ask you what specifically, you know, when you, you talk about breaking down the numbers, what specifically did you take into account in terms of expenses, which one stuck out the most? And also, did you too thoroughly exhaust your other plans before the last resort? Or was it that evident that you, that was your only choice?
2: Uh, It definitely was not the only choice. I mean, this isn't a forced move for us. It was just one of those things where we looked and we thought how can we invest you know and this is really an investment opportunity for us and the sad thing is is it's not the case for a lot of people you're right so many people get priced out of Hawaii and can't afford to live here anymore or want a better quality of life or want to be able to have that American dream of owning a home for once in their life I mean prices here are continuing to go up sad story but it's just reality it's just the way that it is uh, so what when we looked at the, the expenses, the biggest thing really was the state income tax for sure. I mean, that was just a a lot of money. I mean, it was eye opening because those are things we never even considered. We didn't think about it. It's just, you pay your taxes and that's life. But when we looked at what it could potentially be, and then we said, Oh my gosh, this is what we're paying now. That could, that could afford a million dollar mortgage somewhere else, you know, and pay for it essentially getting a home for free. And uh, so that was one of the biggest things. And, We considered several states that were business friendly. We looked at Seattle. We looked at Tennessee, Texas. Ultimately, we ended up in Vegas because Guy flies there. He flies to Vegas. And of course, it's the Ninth Island. So it's the closest we could get right to Hawaii. Uh, We're not big gamblers. We're not partiers or anything like that. So initially, I was actually shocked. I was like,
3: oh, I don't want to go to
2: Vegas. I don't even like Vegas. Uh, But the more that we went there and looked and, and explored communities outside of the Strip, we fell in love with it. And we fell in love with the people. We fell in love with the food, the communities, the opportunities, the schools, everything about it was just like, okay, this is something positive. We we aren't leaving Hawaii angry. We're not leaving Hawaii mad at it. We are like, this is our beloved home. And we are going to branch out for a bit and we're going to come back and create a better surface and plan for our children to be able to live here because that's ultimately what it's about. We want them to be able to call this home forever and I think that if we didn't make this move they they may uh, end up in a space where they can't.
3: Yeah that's a good plan because a lot of people think once they move away then they'll never come back and you want like us growing up here right you want your kids come back but so you already had that in mind you're gonna go away but there's a plan to come back if possible
2: yeah absolutely i mean it was the only way i i refused i was like i'm not going <laughs> we're cutting all ties here you know so we figured it out that we would be able to do it without selling our home and you know and and luckily both of us essentially are still we still have our jobs here you know so that's that's really a fortunate thing a lot of people don't have that and so uh, but the interesting thing is it's actually opened the minds of so many people in our sphere of influence, you know, who, who are now looking and like, man, if you guys can do it, anybody can do it. If you guys can leave Hawaii, you know, and, and I think it's just shifting that perspective of it's not necessarily a negative thing. Cause I know a lot of people look at it that way. Like, gosh, this is so disheartening. And again, it can be, if you look at it in that way, but for us, it's like, no, this is a really great opportunity. You know, we get to take our kids to see new things we get to expand their minds and their horizons and and still be able to call this home take us on
1: your journey to it was so exciting you got to go check out las vegas and do house hunting and here you are yeah home and what what's so eye-opening too about the differences in expenses you know compared to hawaii and vegas
2: well, here's the interesting thing is, so we were on our high horse like, "Oh my gosh, we've got X amount of money to spend. We are going to just go to Vegas, buy a house, buy a car, and everything's going to be, you know, fairy tale. We're going to end up happy." Okay, that was a big time eye-opening experience. First of all, if you think the real estate market is crazy here, probably if if not maybe even worse in Vegas. And the thing is is that you've got all of the people with the same idea now working from home. You got California people who are flocking both here and Vegas, people from New York flocking to Vegas. And so the housing market was insane. I mean, when we started looking at homes, we put in an offer, we would get outbid by $100,000 over asking cash buyer. I mean, just, and, and we're not talking small money here. I mean, this, this is like a million dollar home. You know, people are just left and right. And so it took us several tries to get to get a home. And even that I had to really work it, I mean, the first couple tries, it was just the husband going in and, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to get up there because I got to make friends with the realtor. I've got to write a letter. I've got to give the sob story, which is all the things that I did. And luckily, they chose us over over a, a cash offer. So we got really lucky, you know, but a lot of people are having a hard time. It's not it's not what you think. It's not the days of going to Vegas and buying two houses for four hundred thousand anymore.
0: You know, you, you, it's rough. Wow. Hey Kanoy, I was I was curious too. So, what are some of the factors that you folks looked at when you said you narrowed down like which states you know might make the most sense? Because I remember I don't know if this is still true, but when we were all in school in Seattle, where we all met, um, I think inc- there was there's no income tax, but there's there's a eight percent tax on sales, which I think is yeah. a nice way to take care of your residents, right? Is it is that one of the factors that you looked at in terms of income tax and what are the other things too?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the state income tax was the very first thing we looked at. I mean, those are the only Mm -hmm. places we really looked, and uh, the way we narrowed it down was, well, I mean, one was weather. You know, weather. Mm -hmm. How is the weather going to be? Seattle, okay. Do you want to spend nine months out of the year in overcast? Which a lot of people can, and it's great. But for us, you know, we're we're beach people. We're we love the sun, so we x that out. Um, Mm -hmm. The next one was Tennessee, just way too far. Texas. Uh, was a consideration but we realized it would take my husband an extra day to commute to and from work and that just didn't make sense for our family life at all and the next one was that uh, he actually flies the Vegas route so when he's on his layover he's essentially coming home and um, also in Vegas the the sales tax is obviously a little bit higher than here in Hawaii but where that gets alleviated is that there's no sales tax on food on groceries So you're not only cutting your grocery bill in half, but you're also not paying any sales tax on top of the grocery bill. So when I look at the statistics, I basically, uh, if you look at a salary, say a $47,000 salary in Vegas, is going to be equivalent to a $90,000 salary here. So you're almost about doubling your salary when you go there. And then your, your bills are essentially cut in half. That's what the statistics show. So we were like, no brainer, you know, Mm -hmm. this is it,
1: (laughs) You also forgot to, to mention that it's also because of the proximity, close proximity to Trader Joe's, right?
2: Oh gosh, <laughs> I mean a <laughs> reality, that was really the thing. You know, you got, you got tr- Trader Joe's all, all over the place and Ikea and everything. Else. I mean, I spent days just Googling my favorite restaurants. I'm like, it's right there, 15 minutes. <laughs> so you got it, we got everything. I mean, I, I can't think of a better spot. <laughs> Everybody's going to be writing
1: to Kanoa Gibson and, ask, and putting in their <laughs> orders for Trader Joe's snacks, yes.
2: right? Because everybody knows people from Hawaii love Trader Joe's. Right? Yeah, we'll do a trade. Everybody got send me Lehimoi and I send you some <laughs> Trader Joe's.
0: <laughs> Done. Gosh,
1: so the hardest part must have been telling the kids, yeah? Or I mean, well, I mean, your son is now 11, you said, right? And he made a yeah. lot of friends and what well, he's surfing and...
2: Yeah. That was probably the hardest part. He was right there with us. I mean, we didn't make this decision without them. You know, we we talked about it, we prayed together, we talked to our family about it, and they were with us the entire way. It was heartbreaking though, because every step of the way that we talked about it, you could see the heartbreak in his eyes. And 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 it is because of that. He loves his friends. I mean, he lives for his friends. He is one of those kids who, when he wakes up in the morning, he is out the door riding his bicycle, looking, knocking on doors, who can come outside and play. And yeah, I mean, and he's a surfer, he's a swimmer, you know, he's a beach boy. So that's been one of the hardest things, I think the most heartbreaking things. And not only that, but of course the family too, right? I mean, grandparents, aunties, uncles, that's really, really sad for on their side, but also for the kids, you know, they're really going to miss them. And so it's, it's definitely not a lighthearted decision at all, but but I think everybody is slowly coming along. I mean, they're getting it. They're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to support you. And we're going to, we're going to help you as much as we can. I mean, mom flies free too. So she can come up for weeks at a time if she wants no retired. So, so yeah, but, but the kids are starting to kind of understand more. So Keelan, I mean, Rel's so young that she just goes where mama goes, but he, you know, as he sees videos of snowboarding and, Mm -hmm. and going kayaking and, and we can road trip here. I mean, we bought a van for, I'm a soccer mom driving van, right? You know, so I think the more that he sees those opportunities, he's getting it. He's expanding his mind. And I told him, I'm like, you're going to be the coolest kid on the block. We're going to tell them we're flying home on a Friday. We'll be back on Sunday. We're going home to surf and we'll be right back. So, you know, luckily we can do that.
1: Yeah. You know, that is a very important, you know, point that you make there, because I think when a lot of people are considering moving, I mean, that's not the priority, but it, it, it it's a, it's a. Good thing. I mean, it's moving, you're experiencing new things, you're seeing new things, you're learning new things that you wouldn't see here in Hawaii. And I think all that, um, you know, is good for, you know, the upbringing of a child, you know, so I mean, hearing you say all those things, I mean, it really kind of opens my eyes. And I'm like, wow, you know, I never would have thought of it that way, but it's true. Yeah, it makes them more well-rounded and appreciates, you know, life outside of Hawaii and it opens their eyes to what is out there and what opportunities they can take advantage of too outside of Hawaii.
2: Absolutely, you know, I grew up that way. I actually grew up between here in Missouri. I went to high school in Missouri, and I would never trade it for anything in the world. It's not that I say it was a better life than anyone else, but for me, it was the best life, and so I wanted to provide that for them. You know, I wanted to give them that opportunity, and if it doesn't work, we're coming back. You know, but um, but for now, I said we 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 got to try. You never know until you try, right? So. <laughs>
1: And you know what, there's a huge uh, Hawaii population in Las Vegas too. So, I mean, there's home there too. I mean, you're probably gonna feel
2: it. You're yeah. probably gonna see it. I mean. We already have, you know, we, we have friends up there. We've got family up there. And the beautiful thing is that people who I don't even know have begun to reach out to me on my Facebook or inboxing me and telling me, Hey, we hear you're moving up here. Let's connect. When you get up here and I can show you where all of the good spots are. I can show you where the best poke is, you know? And so, I mean, really the whole Hawaii community who is together. And I think that's probably one of the greatest things about it. And it's interesting because when we started kind of canvassing our own friends about living there the ones who do who moved, we asked them we said what is your greatest regret and i kid you not none of them knowing each other three of them all said the only regret we have is not moving sooner and that just blew my mind and so many of them say we're not we're probably not going to come back you know hawaii yes we'll be home in our hearts but physically this is where we're going to stay i mean we the quality of life they feel is so much better and and then I've heard the opposite stories too. People move there, don't like it. They come back. Yeah. So we just wanted to do it in a time where we knew it wouldn't hurt us. I mean, this is this is a time where we can do it and it won't hurt. And, you know, we're not going to suffer any, any, in any way.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking that you better have some extra rooms kind of in your house because Vegas, <laughs> is, Vegas is one of those places that it's really easy for your family and friends to be like, hey, we're going to be there next week. We're going to stop by, you know, so I don't, I think there'd be lots of opportunities to like, just hang out and have some people over maybe more than you want. I
2: know. I, I honestly already have two people who made reservations. They're like, we're coming on this day, this day, and this day. (laughs)
0: Lock it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's really sweet. I'm like, I'll, I'll take it. You guys can all come. (laughs) Hey, what are you
1: looking forward to personally, uh, as you kind of embark on this new chapter in your
2: life? Oh gosh, you know, I, this is going to probably surprise a lot of people, but because of the line of work that I'm in and because of this, you know, I'm actually kind of an introverted person and I, I keep my circle very small, but I have really felt this, um, just like a calling to open that up and to build more relationships and more community and, I just feel like this is a gift that I've been given to be able to do that, you know, and and not only just with the move, but with the opportunity in my career and Hawaii News Now and Hi Now, and being able to take that to Vegas and share Hawaii with Vegas, but also share Vegas with Hawaii and show why it's the Ninth Island. That's my first segment that I'm filming. It's Yeah, we know why you like to, to visit, but why do so many people move here? Why is it the Ninth Island? And I think that it can maybe change the narrative that, ah, well, people only move there because it's cheap. People only move there because they can't afford Hawaii anymore. It's not like that. You know, there's so many stories out there where people truly move because they wanted just a better a better quality of life, or they wanted to invest for their children. They wanted to expand their businesses. They wanted to retire there because it's just, you know, nice for them. a slower pace of life. And so that's that's what I'm looking forward to is just, just creating a new community building out the relationships and and I don't know just loving on more people I think that will be something really special
1: and you're gonna keep on singing right I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean no but will you No, you sing at services
1: right or... I do yeah right. I mean
2: that's that's been kind of my commitment in in life in general is that if I sing anymore it's it's in church you know and that's where I find the most joy and in, in the gift that I was given in that sense so yeah and of course every now and then my sister and i sing together Mila, and yeah. so that's really fun too and yeah. we we'll, i'll do that then but other than that yeah, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty much it for the vocals <laughs> oh, awesome. oh, You're spreading
3: up, uh, up to the mainland and bringing the culture there that's that's awesome like, for people who don't know where to go from hawaii like they, they feel like we can't go anywhere right like it's going to be too hard right it's but you're doing it you're, you're paving the way a lot of people have done it already but you're you're bringing it to light yeah it's a little oh, bit more real right
2: yeah and I think that that's what I, I mean I told myself before hide now sorry can you have that dog barking <laughs> um, before before hi now offered me the chance to continue to work I was actually saying I was like I'm gonna do you know vlogs I'm gonna create this space where people can openly see how we did it, and if it's something that's possible for them, you know, I just wanted this to be a positive thing in the eyes of whoever sees it and create a conversation. If that's something that you want to do at your dinner table with your family, because so, like I said, so many people have have started to approach us and asking so many questions and are starting to think, Hey, this might be a possibility for us too. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, your advice then
1: it sounds like, I mean, you probably already said it, but First things first is just to have a dialogue, a conversation, you know, with your loved ones and just do your research, right? Um, do your research about the benefits, the pros and cons. I don't know if you and Guy had like a handwritten sheet or you wrote columns. I mean, I don't know how you guys started it off, but I mean, what would be your advice for people taking that first step and staying focused? Because you can kind of put it off and then...
2: Yeah. I mean, it's exactly that. And really how, how serious do you want to be about it? Like you said, stay focused for us. It was, we knew, we just knew in our heart of hearts that this is what we got to do. We could have so easily gotten sidetracked, whether that's by family members being upset or, you know, people telling us, ah, no, don't do this. Don't do that. Why are you going to do that? You know? So for us, we really did. We had to stay focused and and look at the goal and just stay true to that and, and just do it. And, you know, like when you talk about the research, even that I I got scared away initially, because I just, a lot of people say it, you know, oh, you're going to get better schooling in the mainland. They just automatically think that, right. But when I looked at this, the public school system anyway, and in Vegas, it's actually really low. I mean, it's ranked really low. I think you maybe even lower than Hawaii. And so that was something that we had to take into consideration, you know, when we started looking at areas we were going to live in and, Look at the schools that were in the vicinity and are we going to do private school again? You know, so, so yeah, you have to really dig in and and ask around and, and look for yourself. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. You have to decide for yourself because you're going to have so many voices who are, who are going to try to say what they think. And, and that's just how life is. Right. We all know that.
1: Yeah. And we all know that Hawaii is going to continue to get more expensive. So yeah. You know, and, and just out of curiosity, when you first started talking to the realtor, what was her first reaction upon hearing that you were from Hawaii? Was she not surprised?
2: <laughs> not surprised at all. <laughs> the the funny thing is, is we we actually ended up we had a realtor at first and then we found a different one and it wasn't anything bad or anything, but it just worked out better. Uh, the initial realtor that we had, she was my auntie's realtor from Hawaii. And so it was just like, oh, of course, you know, and and yeah, they, I mean, they they know how many people are moving to Hawaii. I believe uh, we are number seven in people surrendering le- drivers' licenses in in Nevada. I believe it's number seven. California is first, but I mean, we're right up there. You know, we are flocking to Vegas like no other. So yeah, they weren't surprised at all. Wow.
1: Well, we're excited yeah. because we know you're going to be making your mark in Vegas and wow. letting your light shine down there. Well, as always, we like to end our podcast with an inspirational quote. Um, we're hoping that you have one to share with us.
2: <laughs> you know, when you, when you said that, I was like, yeah. oh gosh, an inspirational <laughs> quote. I Okay, well, but the funny thing is, is I actually live by this mantra and, and I'm not even sure where I got it. It was one of those things I just wrote in my journal one day, I think I posted about it, is... Um, learn to play second fiddle and play it well. And what I mean by that is, is that if you strive for the first seat or the first position or the top position, the only place to go is down. And, I, and when I say that, I just mean in your mind, always strive to be excellent, but always know there's someone better in, ahead of you and, and there's people behind you too. So if you focus on that, you really, what it comes down to is just focusing on your craft, staying in your lane, staying in your light. And if you do that, there will be no looking around and comparison. And and I I feel like a lot of the issues come from that, you know, it's just looking around and comparing yourself to others and then getting insecure. And so, yeah, learn to play second fiddle and play it well.
1: I love that a lot. How did, how did you learn that? I mean, did you have to go through an experience of your own? In oh, yeah. order
2: to- I mean, I am like <laughs> a first runner up. I am a first runner up for life. So, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. I think it's the best position. I mean, people are like, ah, you should have won. I'm like, no, I did win. I first runner up was the best, best for me.
1: <laughs> I, I love that quote. I love the whole, um, you know, just encouraging people to improve and, and continue to learn and, and not think that, oh, once you, you know, have learned something, that's the end of it. Just just continue to open yourself up to more experiences and opportunities and, and ways yeah. to better
2: yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Every day, never stop learning. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that too. What I take away from that too is just that it also means just, you know, do your best, stay humble, right? Mm-hmm. And know that it's a process and that just compete with yourself and, and the challenge is to be better than you were yesterday, right? Not to exactly. just keep looking uh, around and comparing, but that's such a, I've never heard that quote. That's, such a, that's a good one. We
3: <laughs> always, like, yeah, because we always want to be number one and we think that's what it's about, but it's about your attitude and your outlook on mm-hmm. the situation. There's room for everybody, but make yeah. room for yourself and your, your positive yeah. attitude. So that's, that's, that's a really cool thing, Kanoe. Oh, It's about
1: the journey, not the destination. Boom, that's right. <laughs> Boom, Kanani. Boom, Kanani. <laughs> right. Wow. Well, well, we can't really review all the fine details of what Kanoi is going to be up to, but we should just say to keep your eyes and um, just tune in, right? To hi mm-hmm. now, and uh, we'll be seeing Kanoi Gibson on air here in Hawaii.
3: But yes. she'll be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, okay. over, all over the
2: place. Yeah. <laughs> You can't get yeah. rid of me, I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> uh, well, we love you, kanoi Thank you so much for spending oh. time with us. And total, give love to uh, Guy and Rel and Keela and the fams. And we wish you all the best uh, in Las Vegas. Maybe you could even get lucky. I know you said you're not a gambler, but I, I think <laughs> good luck already. I-, I I feel it. Feel it. I'm going to go with I feel- you.
2: <laughs> I receive that. I will talk about <laughs>
0: And save us a room. We'll be you. up there. We'll be up there. Somewhere. Yes.
2: Anytime. You guys can come stay. We have a room
0: for you. We'll do a, a follow-up. A follow-up mothership episode from in Vegas. House. <laughs> yeah. Love that.
2: Awesome.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much
1: for filling us in. And we can't wait all to right. see you all moved in and happy up there. And we'll be uh-huh. tuning in and looking out for you. Thank you. Love
3: you guys. Thank you.
0: Take care. Yes,
3: we're going to break them down.